We are shows what you know We'll always watch TV And if you think we can't We'll watch more and you'll see That's why the people of the web Believe in Jim from Las Vegas And Jacob from Sweden Ring! Ah, time to get to class. Welcome to Shows What You Know. Oh my god, the the podcast that is a show about TV shows. What TV shows, you ask? Well, this episode, Vice Principals. I'm Jim mm-hmm. Scampoli. I'm Jacob Burrows, uh, your co-host, or host, I should say. I There can only be one host, right? So I... Love I <laughs> I love it. I, I love our thing where we kind of it, we're building this canon of uh, our discussions of other shows that's bleeding into the other show discussion. I'm loving well, it. Well, I'm loving that, but I, what I'm actually going for here is that we're both co-hosts and we're both trying to be the main host. Oh, Kinda I thought like, you were doing a Westworld host thing. Yeah, no, it, 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 we need. We, I know, I know that's what you thought, but I, I was actually going for like we're both vice. Vice hosts, and we both want to be the main host. So that's yes. what I was going for. It's a but never you... ending push and pull of power struggle between Jacob Burroughs and myself. Who will come out on top? And yes. one day you'll turn into shows which you know, and it'll just be one of us blabbering about a TV show. Uh, and our numbers will skyrocket. Uh, and it's also such a hilarious contrast with, between you, the, the American and, and Swedish. Uh, uh, co-vice host just like in vice principles uh where where russell is clearly the swedish one ah um, oh, you know what i'm glad you brought that up because you, you you're swedish you're a friend of mine yeah. now uh do you know this song hurt by nine inch nails covered by johnny cash yes i do well uh what have i become my swedish friend <laughs> that's not how it goes is it nope but uh, that's how I sing it now, and I'm always thinking about you, Jacob Burrows. Wow, that's great. <laughs> I was uh, actually doing that yesterday, uh, if we want to go inside, because I was like, what have I become, my Swedish friend? <laughs> okay, that, <laughs> that seems a bit harder to relate to what we're talking about today than all the rest, except that we are clearly growing. We're trying to be rivals, but we're also becoming friends as we go yes, along. So absolutely. How, What's going to happen when we eventually do get to that one episode with just one? Is it going to be a happy show or a sad show? Who knows? Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, we're talking about Vice Principles. Yes. Uh, Rest of season one. We talked about the first four. Now we're doing the last five. Totally nice and symmetrical. Uh, Of course, also doing nine episodes totally makes sense. A lot of shows do that, right? Why are they doing nine episodes? Really weird. Uh, It's... Because they've uh, they've talked about this show. Uh, this is the Danny McBride show. Danny McBride and um, uh, Jody, yeah, Jody Hill. He also did uh, Eastbound and Down and Observe and Report stuff like that. Uh, they've talked about this show, and basically, this show was originally supposed to be a movie. They were going to make it a movie, but they were like, "Oh, we have a lot, we have a lot more than to just put in one film." Yeah, but we also know we're not going to do this ongoing series. So they kind of they they planned it out as eighteen episodes, and they were like, "This is the story. It's a beginning, middle, and end. Eighteen episodes." So then they're like, well, "Okay, we'll do it as two seasons then," and that's why it's nine episodes for the most part. That's pretty much yeah. the answer. And that does make sense. And it, it, I can see how this could have been a movie, and I could also see how like it it doesn't completely fly only on the story because if it was a movie the story would have had to be i don't know it, it would have been a movie that you would forget you know uh yeah would have forgotten uh, but but if since they have a bit more time they they're sort of relying more on the comedic timing and stuff like that and that is something they can really build on and work with and we both really like the first four episodes and i think we liked it more and more by each episode and episode five uh, we're still in non-spoiler territory, but it was the uh, a favorite that kind of got me even more on board with the show, and generally, uh, I kept liking it all the way through. What, Agreed. Uh, yeah. yeah, I think I kind of referenced it when we talked about episodes one through four that I really liked the fifth episode as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, I want to say that by the end, I I love this show. Um, I think it's kind of underrated. I get I get the initial reaction because you see the you. 
you know, you see who's involved, you see the commercial, and you're like, oh, okay, you know, it's just another east, eastbound and down. And to a point, that's a fair criticism. I get that. It's definitely, if, if you weren't digging that or that style, it's in the same vein. But I feel like what they did with this show, um, it, it, it's it's same, but it's completely different because I, they really went out of their way to, even though there's these like absurd things that happened, it feels so much more grounded and uh, like holding back a bit more than say something like Eastbound and Down. Yeah. Um, and I think there's uh, some of the stuff they did with these characters because obviously the characters we're following are like despicable, hateful, pe- uh, hateable people. Mm-hmm. But they 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 did it in a way where you don't so much you don't really root for them, but you just kind of get it to a point, and you you like them or at least understand to a, to an extent what they're doing. And you know, it's these losers, a couple of losers who have no power in their own life uh, and they're putting all their eggs in one basket of this principal job being it. I mean, we've seen that story before. We understand that, but I really liked what they did with this show and how everything played out. Yeah. It's about these vice principals who really, really care about being principals, obviously. (laughs) And all through the whole show, it's like really underlined how they like really, really care about kind of unimportant things. And that's, in a way, I mean, knowing that characters care about something, that's what makes something interesting. And if yeah. they care about big things, that's kind of like great basis for drama. And here it is. They care about something that is kind of petty. And the smaller something is that something that people care about, the more funny it can become. I guess that's kind of what's going on in Seinfeld, why they always say it's a show about nothing. Because it's yeah. kind of like they like, why are they making such a big deal about normal everyday things? And they talk about it and uh, like find humor in it. And here it's like. Yeah, they really care about those thing, things and react in like th- there's a few there there is definitely more realism going on. It's a more grounded world and that's why the main characters when they do weird things, it's it it has this basis in realism that makes it more absurd absurd and more funny. Yeah, and I think cuz there's um at least for for me anyways, seeing what the show like hearing about it Okay, it's vice principals got Danny McBride involved. It's about this, you know, war, kind of this battle for who's going to be principal. And I kind of just assumed, even though I was going to watch it, I was like, oh, I know what's going to happen. I know it's going to be this, you know, uh, constant back and forth, you know, cat and mouse, each of them upping the ante on all sides. And it's kind of like that, but it's totally not what I expected. I didn't read anything on this show before like we finished it because I was you know wary of spoilers or whatever and then when I once I finished it and I was trying to read some reactions I guess this big kind of controversy like it's it's such a boring point of view slash predictable point of view a lot of blogs were talking about this show and how it's about two white men trying to take down a more qualified black woman Ah, and the undertones of that and but it's not that's not in the show i mean yeah if you want to take it literal like just take a literal break it down to literally what you're seeing like if you looked at a frame then yeah you could say that of course it's there uh but it's it's such a weird way of thinking um and in a way it's the type of thinking that would almost deter them from casting a black woman in the future you know what i mean it's like a weird like we want this diversity but like not this way like uh, uh, uh-uh-uh not like that uh so i just think it's such a weird reductive way to look at it well it's such a uh yeah it is strange because she is clearly more competent first of all so if, if i mean in a way we are rooting for the characters trying to take down the uh, leader who happens to be black. But, I mean, she is clearly the more competent, and we're not really on their sides. Like, we're on their side, but they're pathetic, and she is not pathetic. Yeah. So, I don't know. I guess... I don't know. If you're Danny McBride, how are you... How do you win that? Like, who are you casting? Because you can't change your own skin color. Yeah. Uh, That's been very clearly established that they don't like it when you do that. Uh, (laughs) Even with CGI, yeah, very so, true. So it's like I don't know. I I think it made perfect sense, and it's also like 
funny because it's becomes more stupid. Like their goal is to take her down. And in a way, not only is she more competent, she's also someone who in a world where people get, you know, slotted into positions where they don't belong based on uh, traits of uh, race and so forth. Maybe it would have generically gone to another Bill Murray, but it's gone to someone else who has more more skills and more work behind her to get to that position. So I don't know. Uh, well, and I, and I think uh, I think the the choice because a lot of a lot of the arguments for uh, diverse characters and stuff, which are valid, the the argument is you know sometimes it's a little bit more interesting because uh, we're seeing kind of a different point of view for a character than what we normally see, and I think that's valid here because you know her being a black woman, you do get the hint that she's you know worked really hard to get into her position, and and it's still like she's still a black character and like. Uh, like her kids and her family uh, they're all coming from that point of view but it's not treated that way as far as from the like it's not like let's take her down because she's black you know what I mean it's just and and the the actress that plays uh, Belinda uh, Kimberly Gregory she I mean her she had a pretty good quote on it she's like well if you look at the the story, the story wouldn't have been different if you if you cast Melissa McCarthy in my role, it wouldn't have really changed anything. Uh, so it's not really about race uh, in the end. I mean, unless you want to look at that way, look at it that way. And uh-huh. and I get the argument. I get looking at it and like trying to read between the lines or whatever. But it, at the same way, it's it's such a predictable blog clickbait way to look at the show and, and I, mean, I, I i feel like that someone that hasn't seen the whole thing or even watched much of it that would take that point of view yeah that's what i was gonna say that i can honestly understand that if you have the point of view that we maybe had before we saw it like of what we thought the show would be sure yeah uh, because like based on like them doing ridiculous things and not not having a grounding in reality then maybe it, it could take on some negative connotations like that but this show is, I don't know, it's hard to see that if you've actually watched the show. I think uh, it's not, the people who are uh, enraged about it have probably not watched the show. Yeah, or, and, and I think, it, the, the sorry to cut you off, the, the main thing with the show, it's, and I think a lot of McBride stuff, it's to have kind of the villains, but you kind of see, not quite the good in them, but you know, you just see more than just, the shitty parts of them. You humanize them a bit. And then also to yeah. have the heroes, which, you know, the principal character is kind of the hero, but you also see it's not, that doesn't mean that she's just, you know, good and great all the time. Uh, they're all just people and they're all, yeah, vying for something petty in the end. It's, and we talked about this in the, when we talked about episodes one through four, it's kind of this origin of this weird friendship and then even uh, also like a friendship with the the new principal in a way, like with uh, with McBride's character, like this weird respect and kind of like, oh, OK, you know, I kind of get where she's coming from and I kind of sympathize with her a bit more. Uh, I just expected they would just do outrageous shit through the whole thing and have it just be like, oh, yeah, well, we're going to do this. And I mean, we could talk about episodes one through four because there is a thing where they burn down her house in the second episode. So I yeah. was like, oh, wow, this show's going to go there. Then they're going to be like murdering their firstborns or something. <laughs> and in a way, they kind of just play that. They play that as like, it's a big deal, but they kind of play it as a real, more of a real thing and kind of consequences from that. I mean, not consequences for doing it, but what that would mean for, for a person, at least. <laughs> if your house burns down. <laughs> yeah. And that's what they kind of, I think that's what uh, Danny McBride's character uh, what's it, Mister Mister Grumby? Ah, uh, Gamby. 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 Yeah, Neil Gamby. He's he he sees the fallout of it and is like, holy shit, because he thought it was gonna be that show too. He thought they were just gonna do outrageous stuff and it was all gonna be fine and dandy. And next week, no one remembers. But instead, it's like you fucking burn down someone's house, and this is what happens when you burn down someone house, someone's house. They, they go into a dark spiral, <laughs> yeah. and and he starts to sympathize, as you said, more with the with the principal. And he he, I mean, he was already really sympathetic somehow uh, in the first 
a couple of episodes, but he's only grown more sympathetic. And while Mr. Russell, the other vice principal, he's uh, he's less sympathetic, but also he, even him were getting more on board with, especially in kind of episode five. And, and yeah, that. episode five uh, builds it really well because I mean you have because uh, Lee, like Lee, is the one who ups the ante and is like just takes out his lighter and lights the curtains on fire in episode two. So you're like, oh shit, this is usually what McBride's character is doing. And he's kind of the over-the-top character, but then Lee's even darker. And then we start yeah. to see Lee's personal life. Like, you know, he has to live with his mother-in-law, who's, uh, was she? She's Asian. I don't know. I, Korean. Uh, Korean, I'm sorry. Yeah. It's Korean. So, you know, it's like this uh, weird overbearing thing. And she's even even more to the point of like on his ass of how he's like such a loser. And, you know, his wife's like a nurse or something. So she's, you know... Uh, from from our point of view, pretty successful, and here's Lee with no power in his life, trying to become principal, and then it's compounded even more in this episode where he has to deal with this, you know, meathead, uh, <laughs> meathead uh, neighbor who loves to work out and blast music <laughs> late at night, and it's yeah. like, what is he gonna do? We've seen this guy who does crazy things, Lee, but he's not gonna step to this guy physically and be able to, you know, fight him or intimidate him. He can just mm-hmm. be that schlubby guy that's like oh hey can you please turn that down or you know ah it's not me you know it's the wife oh she's she's wanting me to come over here and maybe ask if you could turn it down a little bit so we could sleep uh, yeah so it was interesting to see that and kind of root for the moment because we want we want at least i did i wanted neil and lee to like you know they're a team and they're gonna take on everybody and they're gonna you know kick some butts and they got each other's backs Mm-hmm. Uh, and I liked how this episode played that out. Yeah, and I think uh, time to give a spoiler warning and get into more of the details. Oh, yeah, right? my bad. Yeah. So basically, we, I, I really like the show. Before we get to spoilers, yeah, I yeah, really like yeah, the yeah. show. Yeah, me too. I'd recommend it. And that's none of what you said is spoilers because that's kind of like the first s- seconds you get that of episode five. Sure. Uh, and it, when they, when they're, uh, oh, yeah, we're in spoilers now. Yeah, spoilers. If I didn't make that and there's only one major spoiler, I would say, because we talk about how this is a comedy show, so it's really hard to spoil things. It's not quite plot like twists and all that. But I'd say there's a, definitely a huge spoiler that I would recommend you watch the show first before listening to the rest of this because yes. I, I, I was very excited. Uh, are you talking about the last episode? Yes. So let's say uh, if you don't want spoilers, obviously best way to is to li- to watch it immediately. But if you're if you're listening to this and thinking like, hey, that sounds good, I want to listen to that, you should stop when we start discussing the last episode. Absolutely okay? agreed. Yeah, let's do that. So in episode five, uh, we we get introduced to this workout workouting dick. And you kind of know where it's going immediately, uh, in a way, or I, I kind of knew because you'd hinted at, oh, it's more about their budding friendship and so on, the vice principals, and uh, how it, hoping how it might bud more. And when when it, he has this dick beside him, uh, but I mean, uh, in the house next uh, or across from him, it, it's clear that he doesn't know how to deal with it, and he has this passive way of getting back at people in small ways yeah. that he spits in people's coffee all the time and, and <laughs> yeah. all that. Um, and that's not really going to work here. But my first thought is like, oh, man, uh, Mr. Gumby. Gumby? Grimbly? Gamby. Gamby. He really knows how to deal with, with this problem. So yeah. I was like hoping for that to be how it worked out. And uh, yeah. Yeah. We have the, yeah, the, the, the cool moment with the brass knucks, give him a nice fucking, uh, give him a nice punch out with the brass knucks. And then Lee gets to kind of look like the hero to his family. And, you know, uh, this uneasy alliance is now becoming more of a friendship. So episode five, again, uh, what I thought you were going to say when you went into the, the stuff of like controversy, I'm this, I'm this not, <laughs> I'm this much not engaged in the debates going on that i thought it was going to be that they're acting like they broke up in this episode that that's the that they're making a joke out of gayness because this ca- guy uh, who's working in the kitchen yeah. he's like he th- he's like saying that he thinks they're 
gay. He's seen them go off in the woods, obviously, to fuck. And he's like, he's so supportive about about it. But I still thought that was what, which makes it more funny that Danny McBride's character is like, no, no, we're not like that. And he's like supporting it. You have to admit, like, uh, yeah. you're not out. I understand. But uh, <laughs> but that I thought that was going to be the offensive part uh, that you were going to get into. Yeah, I'm sure someone out there is doing that, too. <laughs> Yeah, sure. Uh, and it's <laughs> it's uh, it's such an old trick, like some other character thinks two other characters are gay. But uh, I don't know. They do it well, and it works. Uh, and especially since they are acting like they broke up because they do have a big fight at the start of the episode. And like, nah, because he's frustrated about the jock, so he takes it out on uh, on, on um, Gambi. On, yeah. Uh, so, so they have this... See, so the the beginning's fun, the middle's fun, the ending is fun, and it builds. Uh, there's a little side story in this episode where uh, Gamby is with the principals, and they're talking about how are there so many suspensions? We need to do something differently. And they get this room with beanbag chairs oh, and, yeah. and popcorn, <laughs> and and that's funny. I thought I seriously thought that yeah, the principals right. There are too many suspensions, but I thought this was like now we're at least going to see that that uh, Gamby knows some of his stuff like this beanbag stuff is never going to work but then they went the other way uh and they're in therapy and like the, the kids are talking about why they punched each other and i loved how like the synths kick in uh right as he's saying that like they're having a breakthrough and it's <laughs> like i think it's time for some popcorn so all of that was really funny as well yeah yeah so uh solid episode uh, i mean i don't have much else really to add on that one sure um let's move to episode six uh again if we didn't uh, say it's strong enough in the end gamby he learns about conflict resolution in this class or in this suspension thing they're figuring out so he goes to i think he goes to resolve conflicts with his friend and ends up punching this workouting guy in the face uh cementing their friendship turning it from an uneasy alliance and all that and yep. uh it's pretty great it's yeah pretty great yeah uh so episode six is uh the big book trap episode where they figure out they're once again on the same page they're in it 100 percent, and they're gonna fuck it up they're gonna fuck up the principal so bad that they're actually gonna make her seem like a raving lunatic by taking these books and stealing them and that so that she will accuse a teacher and then right when she's going mad about going crazy in front of the superintendent they have put the books back in order to mess her up. And I really didn't think that this plan was going to work as well as it did, but a lot of their plans seem to work pretty well. You know? Yeah. Because why would anyone do the things they do? It doesn't even make sense. <laughs> no one would ever suspect that they burned down a house because that's crazy. Yeah. Uh, so that's how they get away with literally everything they do. Yeah, yeah. And um, and and we start to see, like, because uh, the whole thing with uh, Belinda Brown, the principal, because... You know, she's already has she already has tough things going on. Like the reason why they had to move to this new town, she's trying to get away from her ex. She feels like he's bad for their kids, and her kids, you know, they're private school kids, but they're you know rambunctious and they like to have fun. And so she's dealing with all that, and on top of it, now she has to deal with they're living in a hotel because their house burned down and just regular work stress. And now she's caught up in this textbook thing, and you know, Lee's playing it really well about. Uh, how this English teacher thinks she's all that and thinks she runs the school and she thinks she's higher than you, the principal. And then it works well because she's an annoying English teacher that corrects your grammar and stuff, but as she should, because she's an English teacher (laughs) and that just pisses people off. And, you know, she's having her outbursts about, uh, you know, how this English teacher's a liar and a thief and all that. And then yes, magically the books are back. We found them. Uh, this episode does open up, uh, this side note here, this episode opens up on the, uh, Snodgrass character. Mm -hmm. And I think it was, it was, uh, interesting point of view because, you know, all up to this point for the most part, Snodgrass is just, you know, the, the love or the want of Gamby's affections. And now we get to see, you know, the layers of that where it's not just, you know, she, she's just another Gamby who likes the old, like this girl likes this guy who likes this girl who likes this guy. You know, everyone has that and everyone has that next person that's going to, you know, replace you uh, in the eyes of the person you want to be with. And uh, really kind of setting up that kind of uh, make it 
make it make sense that Snodgrass would maybe like Gamby because Gamby's such like a schlubby piece of shit where, you know, hey, maybe on a rebound or being or kind of settling might be a good good role for Gamby. Yeah. And maybe, yeah, because also it's not only that she broke up, she's been she's been hurt pretty bad and she is hurt pretty bad at the start of this episode where this guy, this history teacher she's been sleeping with just breaks up with her because of a scheduling thing oh, where it's yeah. like, oh, yeah. we don't have the same, you know, period time off like now, so we won't be able to spend as much time together, so it's probably best if we just stop this, right? Probably. So she wants to get her schedule back so she, she can be with the history guy again. That's why she goes to um, uh, Gamby in this episode. This is also the big dirt bike episode where yes. yeah. his daughter is getting into dirt bikes and Gamby is like, well, the only thing I could possibly do to deal with this is to buy a dirt bike and learn to ride it better than this expert dirt bike rider who married my my wife, yeah. my ex-wife. Yeah, Ray. That's the only way he sees to deal with it. So he gets a, he gets a dirt bike. Like he had some real money problems. I guess he got did he did they sell more jewelry from the burned down house? How did how does he afford a Oh, that's a dirt right. Bike? Yeah, I forgot about that cuz that hasn't come really but that I Totally expected that to be like a a thing to you know yeah. point the old uh, the old evidence. Uh, yeah, and I think also that they dr- oh, sorry to cut you off, but yeah. just detail. They also drove there in like the driver's ed car, right? Yes. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. again, but but of course none of that comes up. Uh, I guess in real life it's kind of different from uh, the night of, and when you're in this town, there's not CCTV everywhere. I think they do kind of hint that whatever he was paying for the horse, he like sold or whatever he had to pay, he got money back yeah. from the horse somehow, and then bought a bike. Right. And uh, and McBride, I mean, this is a McBride staple where he plays that asshole character who's really passive aggressive to everyone else, but he plays it so well. Where he's yeah. just trying to make his daughter feel bad for for kind of just liking a thing that her stepdad likes, and of course Ray, consummate Ray, always being a cool guy about everything, and you yeah. know he's he's going twelve o'clock, he's 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 popping the wheelies and he's looking cool, and Gamby can't just let him have that one thing. Yeah, no, of course. So he he needs to learn how to pop a wheelie, uh, and who's gonna teach him? Well, it just so happens that Snodgrass is in. Expert dirt biker, I <laughs> yeah. guess. So what a coincidence there. They do a little deal. She teaches uh, him about that, and she gets her schedule back. Great. And that does happen, and he does learn how to do it. Well done, right? Pretty good. Uh, I, I like the, the stunt performance stuff when he is not able to ride it well either. Kind of funny <laughs> yeah. stopping and bouncing around, <laughs> not really having any control at all of what he's doing. But yeah. eventually he does manage to do it, and... The kids are all cheering, and it's all great. Uh, too bad this is actually in the schoolyard, so it's not in front of his daughter. Yeah, so not at the place. He, yeah, so when he goes to the place, uh, he drives. Well, he falls off, and the car drives into a building. Uh, I mean, the car. <laughs> fucking, you know what I mean. Yeah, bike, the, the bike. Flies off into a building and ruins it, and he, he gets, like, he's injured, but he gets kicked out and everyone's mad at him, even though he's kind of, and he's hobbling away. Uh, it's really funny. <laughs> yeah, he basically ruins, yeah, he ruins it for everyone. <laughs> and yeah, he's hurt, but he's ruining everyone's good motocross time. Yeah. And even and Ray not- reluctantly is like, oh, I hate to do this to you again, but <laughs> you gotta <Yeah>. go. <laughs> the And as the manager says he's gonna call the cops, so. He's such a nice guy. I love that guy. Um, Snodgrass is there because she does get the schedule back and she goes to this teacher to like, hey, 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 let's, it's me again. Remember, we're in love. But the history teacher has already found this new TA, mm-hmm. uh, which, you know, obvious tits and ass, not <laughs> teacher's assistant yeah. to be made there. Yeah, yeah, sure, he's found this new TA to go out with tries to take uh, her with him to the thing or whatever it's clear that he doesn't give a shit about her so instead she goes to the dirt bike thing and it all goes to shit for gamby but on the way back uh at least they're holding hands yeah right? yeah she's kind of uh maybe like seeing what's right been right in front of her and kind of seeing a softer side of gamby and maybe having some sympathy for him as well yeah, because uh, you know he, what he's doing at least he's he's just he's trying to be you know his daughter's hero. So it's 
even though he's like a piece of shit for the most of the time, it's admirable what he's trying to do, even though he's trying to take every shortcut imaginable and <laughs> just <laughs> go about everything the wrong way. You get what he's trying to do, at least. It's coming from somewhat of a good place. Yeah, and from her perspective, if if you worked with Gamby, like we, the viewers, have sympathy for him, but at work, he's got this persona on that is there's no way to like that guy. So all their interactions in the past make sense when she's like telling him, "Hey, you're being an asshole," and all all those or, parts. And <laughs> like, is uh, and, uh, sorry to cut you off, but the, yeah, yeah, go. Uh, you just made remind me of an earlier scene when she's leaving the office, and he's like, "Close it." No, actually, no. He's like, "Leave it open." No, actually, close it. I just want to see your body again. <laughs> <laughs> but he's trying to be like suave. Yeah, he's trying to be cool. <laughs> he's trying to be cool guy. Yeah, I wouldn't like Gamby either. Yeah, no, uh, no but, one would. <laughs> but this is like the perfect combination of things happening for him that that she just got really hurt by this guy and showing a softer side and and everything is great it's going great which moves us into episode seven well and the last thing with this one is uh lee is consoling belinda kind of about like her her mistake with the the teacher and he's like ah right. don't worry you know it's not as bad as you think and let me go get your coffee for you and then she walks in and catches him doing his old loogie in the coffee uh, mm-hmm. gimmick and then it yeah. changes everything. Yeah, because he he's been so good at, at at sucking up that he's been like the one who's been in the positive light up until this point. While mm-hmm. Gamby's been like he's the one who was put on like traffic duty early in the morning and all those things. But now this is where tables are turning, and Gamby starts getting on the positive side because uh, clearly, like his pettiness. He was trying to school Gamby earlier, like no, no. This is how you get back at people. Do it like me. Yeah. And yet his like little pettiness is getting in the way of the big plan that he's always like they're always talking about, you know, the plan and and all that stuff. So he really messed up there. I you could you knew that was going to happen. He because specifically he doesn't even look up as yeah. he's spitting into the coffee. He's doing it so obviously, he's but anyway, so, it makes yeah, sense. he's so comfortable doing it and he's so like thinks he's untouchable. Yeah, yeah, you know he's going to get busted. Uh, and then, yeah. yeah, so moving in episode seven is teacher work day and Lee's kind of on bitch duty, basically, you know, we assume as punishment, like there's this unspoken, like, it's not like he has, she, he has plausible deniability. Cause he's like, Oh, there was like a, a, a bug. Let me get you a new one. So she can't like completely call him on it, but you know, and now he's picking up dry cleaning and he's going to have to like watch her kids. Teacher work day is never a thing I had. So I don't know what that is, but basically no students are there. It's just a nice excuse to only have the teachers at the school. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I would have also been that kid who arrives in the beginning and everything's <laughs> yeah. empty. Yeah. It's like, no, go home. Uh, yeah, not not a thing I ever heard of. But anyway, I'm from Sweden. What do I know? <laughs> um, so again, Mr. they, they kind of do this similar, a similar joke with Gamby acting like this time that he broke up with his daughter. Because his daughter told him not to come to any of the <laughs> any of the dirt bike stuff because he drove into a building and destroyed it. Um, so quite reasonable, but he sees that as well. She doesn't love me anymore, and, yeah. and, yeah, and he really even says that. Yeah, she's like, I just said don't show up to motocross anymore. And yeah. He's like, Well, you know, hey, I got my own things going on too. So <laughs> <laughs> she's like, D- You're making a big deal out of it. And he's like, You're making a big deal out of it. Again, always repeating the insult. Uh, as he always does. So, uh, yes, um, Mr. Russell, he's set to taking care of, Lee is set to taking care of the principal's kids. And uh, we already know they're little troublemakers. Mm-hmm. So that clearly hilarity does ensue uh, with all that. He's trying to get some dirt and they're like, yeah, she touched me. Or <laughs> <laughs> like, she touched you. She touched both of us. Yeah. <laughs> like, holy shit. Yeah, and he's, he's like running to get snacks. Yeah, he's showing him porn and trying to, and then he wants to get him snacks just to get some dirt. And, you know, they're, they're not dumb kids. They know, yeah. they understand he's up to something. So they just manipulate that situation. And like, his one job is just to keep them in this office. And of course, it's the, you know, the impossible thing to do with, uh, with these kids. Yeah. And, uh, Two things. Uh, surely there's a place with a lock somewhere. Yeah. Uh, and secondly, like he's showing them porn. Like you ever seen a real vagina before or whatever? But I feel like they have internet. That's so. true. Yeah, they have like cell phones and stuff. So they have, yeah. they can't be that they can't be that amazed with porn. 
I mean, in a way, it's hard. I don't know when kids uh, look at that stuff these days because, you know, we grew up in a different era so many years ago, both you and I, same yeah. so many so long ago. But uh, it's like I wouldn't have I would have assumed they were not really amazed by what he was showing, yeah. which I guess goes hand in hand with them just messing with him all the time about all the stuff. So whatever. Uh, meanwhile, with uh, Gamby, uh, Snodgrass, Gamby slash Snodgrass, Gamp Grass, yeah. uh, it's it's progressing. She wants him to cook breakfast, which is. <laughs> and I love that little thing she did with the keys, like pulled it out, like trying to be sexy, yeah. but she lets go of the keys, which are attached to his belt, and he kind of flies at his hand. And it's just a little detail, but just to show that she can also be weird and awkward, as can anyone in this world. Well, yeah, it's great to see because Gamby is, uh, you know, he's he's that guy who, who is, you know, picking up signals where there's nothing there. But then when there's clear, <laughs> obvious signals, he's like, oh, oh, gosh, I don't know what to do. And yeah, there's yeah. the key moment. And then when they're like, both fumbling when she's clearly like, "Oh, show me how to make scrambled eggs or whatever." He's like, "Well, you know, it's kind of already almost done. It's easy to do." And they're like, you know, fumbling, almost touching hands, and then almost kissing and all that. Uh, yeah, this episode is a lot of kind of callbacks to '80s high school movies, but like with the adults in a way. Um, yeah, that's true. Between between that, like the kind of will they, won't they, with a couple adult teachers. And then when we get to, you know, a nice slow motion, we got to get back to the place before authority arrives and they uh, uh, make sure they didn't know that we were gone or what have you. Mm-hmm. With uh, That's with uh, Lee and the kids. The kids have gotten out and he's like, he, he finally gets through to them by saying like, yeah, if... If you if we aren't there, we're all gonna get held to pay from your mother. Yeah. And they're like, "Holy shit, you're right!" And they all run together to get back before uh, before uh, uh, their mother shows up, and also their father, because their father is introduced in this episode as kind of a weird guy going around stealing from the machines. That even though hey, they were hanging <laughs> down, they were already paid for, so he's not really stealing. But uh, anyway, Gamby chases him, and we and find uh, out that, a welcome yeah. familiar face if you're watching Atlanta, which we'll be getting into. Oh yeah, he's the is he Paperboy? Yeah, it's Paperboy. I'm so glad I got that right and didn't say any other Atlantic <laughs> character. That's a good that's a good thing for me. Um so yes, they uh <laughs> s- a small detail, loved Snodgrass's YA novel. Loved oh, it. that was a great yeah, that was a great bit. And it was uh that that was also a great moment too. And again, yeah, kind of like a like a high school movie. Because they're like the nerds sitting at the cool kids table and they're getting made fun of. And because, yeah, Snodgrass is a uh, history teacher, like ex-history teacher slash like friend with benefits or whatever he was. All of a sudden, he's doing the cliche response. He's jealous because he sees that her and Gamby have something going on. So he brings up her dragon fucking <laughs> YA novel that she's been writing. <laughs> yes. And like... Uh, like what? I, I'm a bad guy. I I, I read your book and uh, did edits, <laughs> yeah. so I guess I'm a bad guy then. Yeah. <laughs> and he tells everyone the plot about oh, it's about some someone who fucks a dragon or whatever, as he said. And uh, I don't know. I just loved it, and I love how oh yeah, he says like he wrote a kids book, and she's like it's a YA novel. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that is a clear distinction. I will agree. And. Uh, <laughs> that's so good because there are books like that so uh, many books where yeah, it's like so but that's also I'll, I'll say that that's also one of those things where it sounds like a different thing than it is so if you talk about advice principles it's like yeah it sounds like this but if you actually watch it mm-hmm. something different so it's like yeah I mean it technically it's dragon fucking but <laughs> if you actually read the book it's not as it's not what you imagine like the dragon it's it's a humanoid it can transform with this crystal into a humanoid shape i mean it goes to high school yeah the dragon's in high school like he's all dreamy yeah there's a will yes. they won't they there's a uh love triangle it's so great because just those little tidbits they give, you kind of get the whole impression of what that book is. <laughs> yes. And the next step then, uh, he's on the roof, Gamby, and she shows up with her manuscript, which she was saying first, like, no, no, you don't need to read it or whatever. But then like, oh, I happen to have the whole manuscript right here. It's a huge pile of, uh, of paper uh, that is. And, and also she says some other de- details about, well, you know, the, the parts with King Oglaf need to be fleshed out, obviously. It's to keep in mind, it's very rough. It's very rough, which is what 
uh, almost every writer says to someone when they're asking them to read it, like, no, no, it's not finished. Like, you have to remember it's not finished. So it's very rough. Mm. Um, anyway, speaking of will they, won't they, they finally kiss. Yes. Yay. Yeah. And I, I like how they kiss. And then, you know, we cut back to like Lee and Gamby and they're talking about it because Lee's like, ah, oh, I doubted you. But, you know, uh, the, there you are. But then like when Gamby describes it, he's like, guess who's doing it with the, with the hottest teacher in school? Like he's already talking about how they're fucking uh, because they had a kiss on the rooftop or whatever. Which I thought was like, yeah, I thought as you in that way. But in the next episode. Yeah, in the next yes. episode, they are. Yeah, and they fuck on the school bus, which kind of made me think like, did they fuck yeah. on the, did they cut that out yeah. when they fucked on the roof? Who knows? It's po- it's not completely impossible, but yes, I do assume that he's just bragging, mm. of course, uh, as he does. But uh, he gets interrupted from his bragging by a phone call, mm. and uh, turns out the motocross thing that his daughter didn't want him to go to, she's now in the hospital and crying out for his crying out his name. Yeah, and I I don't know. I don't know why, Jim. Why did this get to me? Why did this almost make I, me cry? You know, I was saying the same thing because that's why the, one of the reasons why I really like this show is these human moments. It's weird that they that they could nail them in this type of show, and especially with the type of characters on it. But yeah, I agree. I agree. It really yeah. worked. Yeah. So Ihara is there, and and I mean she's she's okay, but it's still like. Even though the the conflict between them has been so ridiculous, and he's acting ridiculous the whole time, <laughs> yeah, something about this, the way they put it together, really worked. And as I said, almost made me cry. So there's that. Um, shall we move on? Yeah, to the episode episode eight. Uh, episode eight. So Gamby's really winning. Like he's doing everything right. Uh, well, he's not doing everything right, but he, he's coming out on top. Yeah, it's working. Deal. Like the things, the circumstances are just working for him. Uh, you know, uh, like he's kind of after his daughter's accident, he's like back in good graces with her. He's having bus sex with the teacher. He's been mm-hmm. uh, eyeing him and Belinda are kind of becoming way more friendly and he's more of like the, the right hand man. Yeah. And he even gets the offer now to be the yes. only vice principal Yep, and to get a special title and everything he ever dreamed of. So uh, it's kind of, it's kind of like, why wouldn't he take that? I, I'll say uh, he does decide to not take that to, to finish what they started. There's a bunch of stuff going on in the episode about he finds out that the history teacher and uh, his girl were previously fucking and is upset and uh, so on. Even everyone knew except him. Yeah. And uh, that leads to him talking to Lee and kind of like, I, why didn't you tell me? And then that's going to be excuse enough for him to uh, take the deal and everything because he wants to take the deal. But but Lee is, uh, I mean, he says like, he says he's sorry and he's, she should have had his back. He's, what What is it he says? I should have told you that you're, your pussy's being <laughs> trifled with or something, <laughs> something weird, but and, and, heartfelt. And in true fashion of this show, like it's something that shouldn't matter. It's not like, she's cheating on him or something. It's just yeah. something that she had a fling with another that happens to be like a guy they know. And they're, they're taking this to the extreme proportions uh, just because, because like they're ridiculous people. Um, yeah. And then like in the, before that, like, like Lee's still doing his petty things, even though like things are going for Gamby. Lee's just trying to plan out his spy pen. Like he's, <laughs> he's, he's got his, crazy idea with his pen that he's going to use to 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 catch you know the principal uh, up to no good and yeah we do learn some information too because the band gets caught drinking uh which happened in my school as well like the band nerds everyone's like oh the band nerds are drunk uh cool yeah the band cool. yeah the band nerds get caught drinking and then we learn in kind of their therapy discussion that belinda you know she's got a tattoo of gin on her back and that's her reminder of what she's like when she used to drink and she no longer drinks anymore. And this could be important. Well, she should tattoo some tonic next to it. Cause yeah. a gin and tonics, everyone's friend, you know, who doesn't love a gin and tonic. Absolutely. So she, she, the problem is she kept taking shots there at the end of the episode. She should have put some tonic in there <laughs> anyway. Uh, yes, uh, exactly. The, the drinking stuff, very important. Also before then, just want to mention, because of course, in taking things is way more important than they are. He found out that she had a fling with another teacher and is upset, uh, goes to confront her, 
and reveals in the most gross way possible that, yeah, sure, I also had a fling. I let this teacher suck my dick in the supply closet yeah. or whatever and and messes things up even worse. So things are not great between the, them. Doesn't he also go to the history teacher's class and just, like, knock over a table or something? Yes, he does. <laughs> Which I was worried he was going to start talking to him, but it was just a kind of perfect thing to go and do. <laughs> knock it over and like point at him. Yeah. And, like you, you and me. And then he leaves. Uh, which sounds ridiculous when you say it. And it is ridiculous, but it works really well uh, in the show. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, he goes to... He has this offer anyway, even though his emotional life is messed up. At least his uh, work life is going great, except he goes to talk to uh, Lee and uh, they kind of... A variety, he, he he figures, nah, I gotta tell him. And he tells him about the deal and it tells him that, that uh, you know, I didn't tell her anything. I haven't decided yet. And Lee even says, showing, if he means it, for the first time that he's a real person with a soul, yep. he says, you should just take it. Yeah. Which is kind of like, that's when I thought, okay, the end of the season can't be that Belinda gets fired and they turn on each other yeah. because he just saw the bigger picture. Even the worst character in the show was like, no, acknowledging that, no, it's too messed up. He's Maybe he's in a dark place right then. But anyway, that's what he says. And it didn't, so that kind of cements their relationship. Yeah, and it didn't feel like he was doing that thing, like trying to manipulate him, at least the, for the way I read it in the show. It felt genuine it wasn't kind of like this is my last ditch to keep gambi on my side i'm going to pretend he should take it and double cross him i mean maybe yeah. that's where it could go but it felt genuine like now just go ahead i've screwed everything up just take the job that you deserve it or whatever the old yeah. like you know uh whose baby is this i'm gonna cut it in half no no just give her the baby okay you're i'm giving you the baby then you said the right answer you know, <laughs> uh, it's exactly like that. Uh, and uh, but uh, Danny McBride, he takes the choice to now nah, let's finish what we started. Let's yep. take this. Let's take this. Per- let's take her down. Let's take her down. Um, how did you feel about the decision? Did that make sense to you? It did. It did. Because I feel like they did a good, good enough job kind of building like we talked about with episode five. Because we are even before episode five, you kind of saw this uneasy alliance becoming more of a friendship and i think i even mentioned that's what i was rooting for and you started to see it more and more and uh, it made sense to me i think it worked uh for me it was like uh i agree but it's just personally because i had a bit of a break between episode five and watching six and seven that i felt that i hadn't really seen enough of their friendship in the last few episodes like specifically episode six and episode seven yeah i mean yeah they do the book heist and they're on the same page but i don't know because he really was getting everything he wanted then and i do think after he chose that he kind of regretted it at least a little bit Mm -hmm. because what ends up happening of course is they use the spy pen go out and drink uh or he and the principal go out and he gets her to drink uh kind of or kind of stops yeah i was gonna say that like it's there i think um because it's there that gambi is almost not gonna do it because yeah he 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 does he's almost oh actually there's gin in that one and then she's like gin (laughs) give me that let's do this yeah because detail we glossed over, yeah. uh, the husband has now taken the kids and gone away. She's all alone. Not only did her house burn down, her family burned down. So not literally. And but. it's 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 handled really well in that like the kids aren't trying to be malicious to their mom, um, and she's trying to act like to them that it's not a big deal, but clearly like it's a big deal. Like because kids don't see it as like well we're choosing our dad. It's Kind of this whole again going back to the house burning down. It's hard for kids, hard enough to move to a new place when you're older. Um, but you know, here you are. You're living in a hotel, and you don't like this new place you're at. And there's an opportunity to move back home. And you know, it's it's uh, it's very real that she would react the way she does because she's trying to be the good mom, and but it's of course hurting her to let her kids go and her family go. But she's also wants to kind of stick it out and prove to herself she made the right choice. Yeah. Uh, so it, it, I think that all works. And then, you know, it, it, it's it, it definitely like a little, they're doing a little catch up where they introduce this. She was an alcoholic thing at the beginning of the episode, kind of telegraphing it, but it, mm-hmm. it, it all makes sense in the end. 
Yeah, uh, the uh, principal, uh, the only thing I'll say about the, what happens for the rest of the episode is she's been mostly fun because she's realistic. Yes. And yeah. she gets a bit more cartoony That's here true. when she starts drinking. Yeah. Uh, in a way, I mean, it's not completely unrealistic. It's uh, maybe because it's come a little out of left field for this character, uh, even though all the reasons we talked about make makes it so that it makes perfect sense but just specifically the way she's acting and even at the end of the very end she's acting like possessed and attacking yeah. Gamby and Lee and she's becoming a bit more over the top uh, than she's been in previously in the show and of course all of this is recorded she's being weird with strangers getting thrown out pissing, uh, pissing on, on a, on a <laughs> yeah, cop car cop yeah of course so uh, that's all exactly what they needed and that is the episode. Uh, that's the end of the episode. Mm-hmm. So this is the point where you should probably stop listening if you didn't want any spoilers. Yeah. Uh, or, well, <laughs> I would didn't highly, want any spoilers. Yeah, but, uh, I would highly recommend uh, going into episode nine uh, spoiler-free. Um, yeah. So, yes, if you haven't watched episode nine yet, I would turn this off, watch it, then come back. Mm-hmm. And I, I, small note, I kind of feel like often when someone tells me, like, oh, there's a huge spoiler in something. I'm kind of like, okay. And when I go into it, I'm super wary. And it's it's almost a spoiler it's in itself. Very true. Kind of. But obviously, this is a show where we talk about the show. So, I mean, there's nothing wrong with putting it here. Uh, maybe if one posted something on Facebook like, can't believe the ending of Vice Principles, uh, that would, I mean, in my narrow view of... of uh, conservative intolerant view that it would be also qualify as a bit of a spoiler but uh that's definitely better than just going in and saying the thing that happens here in episode nine uh without any warning at all so anyway yes episode nine a lot of things go exactly as uh we would imagine you know yes uh we go we get the um they're they're setting up the big blackmail moment, and you know Gamby's line. What's Gamby's line supposed to be? Uh, end of the line uh, slut. <laughs> slut. <laughs> yeah, Lee gives him the line that she's gonna say, end of the line slut, and it's gonna be great because they're on uh, train tracks, and yeah, they lure her out there, saying you know kids are out here smoking or drinking or what have you. Is it because they're on train tracks? <laughs> yeah, I didn't get. That's yeah, what he says because he's like he even oh, says I he's like it. he's like it'll be great because we're gonna be at the train tracks and. <laughs> Yes, and he can't get it out. Like, he can't get through the sentence because she's too busy thanking them for taking care of her when she was drunk and for helping with everything. Because me as a viewer, I was the same way. Like, I didn't want them to... I was like, can't they just be co-vice principals? Like, I like the dynamic of these three people. And I I mean, that's probably why I like the show so much because I I like the back and forth between all three of these uh, characters. Um and so even I was like Gamby. I was like, oh, come on. Let's just kind of forget all this and, and go on. And he's like, yeah, end of the line. Slut. And she's kind of talking. She's like, wait, what were you saying? What were you saying, Gamby? And, and yeah, yeah, Lee has to push it. And, you know, uh, we got you. And he, they even tell her <laughs> that he, yeah. he does the dumb thing of like, you know, we did it all. We did this. We burned her house down. And then, of course, that just sets her off. And, I mean, that gets yeah. a little comical, too. I mean, that's kind of cartoony where the old, like, the woman beating up two guys or whatever. Uh, well, uh, that Russell says the thing because he is the opposite, of course. He's so into it that he kind of probably mostly accidentally reveals <laughs> that they've burned down Belinda's house. Yeah. What an idiot he is uh, because, you know, that's, that's talking about burning bridges. This is like burning houses. <laughs> so... Uh, yes, it gets a bit cartoony because there's a fight and, and Gamby's trying not to fight. And it's like, okay, I'll let you hit me once. Okay, twice. Okay, three times. But now we're even. Okay, now I have to hit you and now blah, blah, blah. But in the end, her reaction when she finally realizes that she ha- he has the button ready to upload for this thing to go viral. The principal pissing on the cop car thing. Mm-hmm. And her reaction when she realizes all this. when she's, Even though in the script, the line is just, fuck. Like, she screams, fuck. But somehow... She brings a little bit of realism to it, yeah, because uh, it feels kind of heartbreaking. You can feel all the things she's gone through in that simple thing. So I, I figure the the balance is pretty good there. Yeah, and uh, I, I think that all worked. And then it's like, it, weirdly enough, with all like the bad shit they did, like burning down her house and all that, like it really hit me the most when he wouldn't give her her shoe. It was kind of like, <laughs> come on, like 
Like he, and you know, like when Lee picks up the shoe and she's like, "Can you have my shoe, please?" Because you know they had the melee in the fight and what have you. I'm like, "Oh, you know, fucking Lee's gonna be a dick," and he just takes it, like tosses it, and she has to walk, you know, one one shoe back through the woods back to the school, like her walk of shame. Uh, and I, that's pretty much like the last time we see her character. Uh, and but like, there's that feeling, you know, as the show's going, there's that feeling of like where is she going to pop up? And I think they even make a comment like that at one point because they have to go mm -hmm. f meet the superintendent. And I forget yeah. if it's Gamby or Lee. And he's like, I just keep thinking she's going <laughs> to, you know, jump out of the corner somewhere. Uh -huh. uh, and I, yeah, they, and that's when they get to the superintendent. Cause uh, yeah, when they come back the next day, she d has done seemingly exactly what they said. She's left and they get to stand in front of the school or, yeah, the school and say like, oh no, no, we don't know why it was. You know, could have been substance abuse. And then it's like, well, what, we, what about? Can't, it's got to be connected to her house burning down. And then it's like, nah, nah, because it's actually really definitely substance abuse. I know personally. Yeah, actually, I know. <laughs> yeah. And uh, uh, they, they, they threw me a little bit because, you know, we're in the same situation we were in the pilot, where Gamby is telling his family that he's principal. And they're even like, uh, it was daughter is like, well, I don't want to get my hopes up. I, you know, well, let's just, it's kind of like, let's just wait until we hear. But, you know, Gamby's like, no, I promise. Like, this is it. So you totally <laughs> yeah. expect like, uh oh, what's going to happen? You know, it, like, is Lee going to come through with something or, you know, is something going to throw it for, for a loop? Uh, but it basically kind of does come down to their co, uh, they end up being co-principals. Is that what it was? Yeah. Yeah. What a dream. Yeah. And I, I, I love how the superintendent, uh, when they ask, like, yeah, but okay, can we call ourselves principals? <laughs> and he's like, yeah, sure, whatever. Yeah, it's like to our, friend, and, to our friends and family, can we just say that we're principals? <laughs> like, yeah, yes. I guess. <laughs> uh, sure. And, and it's literally the most important things in their lives. And he's like, he literally says, whatever. It doesn't matter. It really highlights this thing we we're talking about, how they care about unimportant things and all that. Uh, but yes, it all goes well. What could yeah. possibly go wrong? He, 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 like, Ray, again, is so cool. They have the party again, the surprise party. And, of yeah. course, they're kind of like, surprise. And he's like, God damn it. And they're like, oh, no, bad news again. And he's like, nah, actually, I'm a principal now. And he pulls out this knife that Ray made. What a great <laughs> present. He made this knife that says Principal Gamby. Just funny oh, and shows, again, what a great character uh, and what a yeah. nice guy Ray is. Oh, and, and also on Ray, I forget if it's this episode or the one before, he has that great speech about, you know, motocross and yeah, how it was, right. you, and he's telling like you, he's finally showing Gamby and which is so hard to get through to him, but he's getting through to him that like, Oh, other people feel insecure about things too. Like, it's not just me. Like I'm, I don't see the good things I have. I'm her dad. And you know, she looks just like me and she'll always, I'll always be in her life. And you know, Ray yeah, has that great moment where he's just talking about, you know, I thought we had motocross. That was kind of going to be, you know, as, as her stepdad, I want to be in her life and I love her too. Um, and you know, that kind of pays off with, you know, Ray gives him that kick-ass knife and then Gamby gives the, he's still got his motocross bike. So he gives it to his daughter so mm -hmm. she can, they can still have that connection. And then yeah. even Lee gets to have his moment where, you know, he gets his job and then he gets to see the picture up on the school website where it's just co-principals and he's so excited that it's up there. <laughs> Yeah, and that his mother-in-law, like, yeah, no, I told her she just went into a room and she's been hasn't left the room all day, like, <laughs> and he's excited. And then uh, uh, even with Snodgrass, I think there's like some progress made there with Gamby, right? Uh, doesn't he? He kind of yes, talks because, to her a little bit. Well, yeah, because they were they were really in a bad place after all the fighting last episode. And he, once he is made principal, goes to her and they even get, it gets worse in this episode because he's like, ah, oh, you know, you're just a footnote. I'm going to be the oh, principal. Yeah. I can't be having relations with no uh, loose teacher or yeah. whatever. So he goes to her classroom and they patch things up. Can't remember exactly what he says. I think he says he's jealous just and that kind of works things out and everything's great. And I wrote, woo, what could possibly go wrong? Yeah. Hmm, nine minutes left. Yeah. Uh, and they really do spend a lot of time on all the positive stuff. They come in, they get to walk in in slow motion as principals and high five students and get the p p chocolate chip pancakes. And I'm like, 
hmm, five minutes left now. Something's going to go Doesn't wrong. Doesn't Lee, like, slap a male student's ass or something like that, too? Like, like yeah, a jock's ass. Like, yeah. He's, just, like, he, he's he, a cool guy now. He has his hand out to, like, fist bump, and instead of doing that, he has his hand up to... He, he, Lee goes to high five, but he does like the propeller high five. But instead of hitting his hand, he hits his butt. So, yes, he's super cool, as you can all hear. Yeah, and they get the pancakes and the big celebration. Everything's going great. And Mm -hmm. um, then what? uh, Yeah, Yeah, that's that's it. Then Gamby's assistant. Yeah, well, who's been funny? Like, he's, (laughs) I'm breaking her in. Like, I'm being mean to her. Like, (laughs) he's like, I'm just trying to break her in, get her ready for the job. And yeah, she comes in in a frantic. You need Gamby. You need to come quick. You know something's going on. And uh, Gamby comes out, and their cars are both on fire. Um, yeah, the, the 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 principal in their principal spots or whatever, and they're on fire. And I was thinking like, oh, okay, here we go. You know, here's the, the up in the ante here, leaving us a little, like a little hint of where season two is going to go. Where now, you know, the tides have turned and. Um, Belinda gets to be like their part and try to sabotage them. And then uh-huh. as Gamby's trying to call for help for Lee and letting Lee know that, you know, she, she's back. She burned our cars. Uh, a, a figure with like a Native American or uh, like just weird ghost white face and long hair mask comes and yep. fucking shoots Gamby twice. Shoots him <laughs> in the shoulder and shoots him in the chest. Gamby falls yeah. back into a pool of blood. Camera zooms up, and the fucking episodes end. And I was cheering. I loved it. I thought it was <laughs> yeah, so <okay>. cool. <laughs> yeah, uh, it was good. Uh, it was kind of unexpected, a little bit unexpected. Yeah, and it was raising the stakes a lot. And kind of like, I don't know what season two is going to be because I was thinking like, if this was a movie from the beginning, what was this in the middle of the movie? Yeah. That- then because what is season two going to be that's the thing i've been wondering about like uh overall i felt like this could have been a closed story like it could have ended here mm-hmm. in 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 episode nine kind of and i'm not saying they don't need a season two but i was thinking okay they're gonna have to do other uh, other stuff in season two they can't do the same stuff in season two and this feels like uh they're promising that right yeah because uh, this is upping the ante from the realism we've had before up to more yeah this shit got even more real but in an unrealistic way yeah where it's almost like the real world is like the the well like we've talked about with these characters they're treating these like mundane things like trying to get this small uh, bump from vice principal to principal like such a huge deal and it's almost like now the real world is taking these stakes just as serious as they are uh yes. and and it's weird like it's uh it didn't come off as I know a lot of like because it's you know cliffhanger ending and sometimes you cliffhanger ending you're like ah what the fuck now I gotta wait till the next one, but this was more just kind of like it yeah just upped my excitement to see what they're gonna do in the next season and what that means for where the the story's going, mm-hmm. and it's not the same kind of cliffhanger as someone. Let's not name any names, but as someone knocking on a door and we don't know who's behind the door, like that's the type of cliffhanger. Like a good cliffhanger is when the door opens and you see what's on the other side and then that makes you excited to see what that's going to lead to. And that's what this is. Yeah. Uh, Rather than if if it stopped when it was like, there's an emergency, come. And he runs out and then it's like a shot of his face and like maybe you see something burning and he goes, holy shit. That would have been a stupid cliffhanger. Yeah. Uh, this was a good cliffhanger, uh, if it even was a cliffhanger. Yeah. <laughs> it was good. Uh, overall show, very good. I love the synths. Sounds like Stranger Things all the time uh, <laughs> with this soundtrack. Yeah. And the comedy's great. And I think it's a good decision to make it, uh, you know, a closed series. Because really, if it, they could have turned this into, if this was on another network, it could have had like 22 episodes in this first season. This is better. Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah, it could be something you try to milk and just have like, oh, what kind of wacky adventures are they having now? Uh, but yeah, and and I I think the way they up the stakes, like I I know like we talked about how, or at least I talked about how the show. I like how grounded it was with these outrageous characters, and the ending kind of goes against that. But it doesn't feel it doesn't feel like something. I mean, it's out of left field. But it doesn't seem out of realm, and it just it just it does seem like something upping the stakes. Uh, I don't know. It just it really worked for me, and and it's 
it elevated the show as a whole a bit to me because uh, I was really liking it and I think it's a really solid show. But I guess the the potential uh, got me way more excited for it. Yeah, and it's um, it's like I said, I, I I wouldn't have wanted to see nine more episodes of exactly this yeah. necessarily. Agreed. And this is promising. It's going to be something different next year, I guess, when they come back with the rest. Probably next year. I imagine. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, some sometime next year for sure. It's not in the next few months anyway. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I look forward to it, and I think we'll bring it up on the show. Absolutely. Uh, so, if you have opinions on uh, this uh, show, uh, Vice Principals, or another show, maybe Westworld, because we're talking about that all the time, uh, send it into shows what you know show at gmail dot com. Also, rate, review, iTunes, etc. All the things, please. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. So, showswhatyouknow.com. That's a nice place to hang out. Just, uh, you know, spend your spend your days. Uh, I know I do. It's got a great logo and everything. Um, <laughs> so, until next time, I don't have any more. I, I'm yeah. out. No, I'm out. I, I don't have any more. Thank you so much. Later.